Hi, everyone, and welcome to the November 5th, 2021 episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. I'm your host, Greg Layson, the digital and mobile editor here at Automotive News Canada. We keep hearing that a shift to digital retailing is coming to the auto industry. So how close is it? And what's that mean for dealers? We'll get the answers to those questions and talk about the do's and don'ts of social media when we speak with digital retailing and marketing expert Ryan Holtz on this episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. Ryan, thanks for joining me on the podcast this week. Thank you for having me. I love your energy, man. It's, it's good to be here. Ryan, let's start by telling our audience what it is you do and why. We know you own Ryan Holtz Marketing, a social media and creative agency, and you're a podcast host as well. But tell me how you're connected to the auto industry in particular. Yeah, you know what? I, I, uh, I'm an entrepreneur, purebred entrepreneur. Uh, I love marketing. I love branding. And I'm extremely obsessed with um, the consumer end of things, meaning how can we sell a car better? How can we make the experience better? How can we have the end consumer love the whole deal from cradle to grave? Um, and I deploy marketing and branding to, to really help do that. So I've worked at a dealership. You know, I have my own company now. I've worked with associations and trained dealers. You know, I've trained salespeople. Uh, I understand kind of what the process is from the dealer perspective, but also uh, into a process from the customer perspective. It's funny that you mentioned that, making it more enjoyable from cradle to grave. We've seen the stereotypes about dealers and sales staff for years. Is the buying process today as bad as it's always been depicted? And are there ways to make it easier or more enjoyable for the customer? You know, I, I think I think there's always ways to improve the, the process. And where I still see there's lots of room for improvement is, by the time the customer does get to the dealership, the customer's already figured out generally, you know, within one or two models of what they even want to buy. So a lot of the process of the customer experience is done digitally, whether it's social media, whether it's Google, whether it's, you know, just figuring out the different forms of, of information that they can take. And I think the dealers right now in our game that have really understood that um, and embraced that, I think are giving a crazy, crazy good service uh, to the customer. But I still think there's a lot of dealers out there that they are still selling based on the customer, not doing a ton of homework and research uh, online. And you see that through the salespeople. It's little things like, are you texting with me? You know, are, are you making the, the, the friction as less as possible? And then when I get to the dealership itself, what does that look like for me? Have you successfully transferred me from my digital uh, car buying process now into your dealer uh, car buying process? And Dealers that are winning are, are marrying those two together and putting their own spin on it on a local level. So does the well-prepared customer and well-researched customer make the job easier or more difficult for sales staff? Great question. I think it depends on the dealer principal and, and how he's, he or she is running their, their, their dealership from you know, top down, so to speak. I think the dealer that is embracing the, the future, uh, I think that dealer's laughing right now. I think they're having a ton of fun because... They're, the customer essentially is doing a lot of their work for them. You know, it's, hey, I already know I'd like this vehicle. How quick can you get it to me? Can you, can you find the trim? Can I get the color? And how soon can we get this wrapped up? And I think dealers that are embracing that, I think the customer is making it easy for them. But I think if you're an automotive dealer in 2021, you got to embrace what's going on. 
Otherwise, I, I'm not certain you'll you'll be here to see the excitement that that lies for you. We keep hearing about digital retailing, that it's coming to the auto industry, you know, from beginning of the purchase right to the end, maybe never setting foot in the dealership. How do you describe the digital retailing landscape in automotive right now? Where are we at? Where does it go? No, I don't think we're at that point yet. I mean, the one, you know, uh, make that, you know, Genesis, right, that, you know, which is, you know, affiliated with Hyundai, you know, they kind of had a little bit of that model where the Genesis, it's like, hey, you know, I know the dealers personally, some of the dealers said, whoa, wait a second, is this the first step in kind of eliminating us? Because when they launched the Genesis model, it was very much, hey, let's check this all out online, come pick it up with the dealer. And I think what the dealers figured out was it wasn't replacing them at all. I think it was it was a luxury to them. I, I do believe that human connection is not scalable. And people, when they're purchasing such a big purchase, they still want that human touch. That being said, I think that the dealer has to understand how can we make that process of buying a vehicle, you know, as frictionless as possible. I think a lot of people really get into this, I call it the Amazon auto effect. It's like the Amazon, you know, is coming to the auto industry and saying, listen, we can have the car shipped to your door. It's like the Carvana method, shipped to your door, you know, let's just return it right away. And it doesn't work like that. There's still a lot of like very big missing pieces to that equation. So I think that a customer coming in for service is still that opportunity to connect and to sell. And I know when I worked at the dealership, a lot of our sales came from service because service is seeing such a uh, increased volume of people on a daily basis than any sales floor. Um, and it's your time to shine and kind of, kind of pluck away. You mentioned dealers that were maybe skeptical about the online process and worried that they might be eliminated. What is the most common misconceptions dealers have about digital retail? Is it that they will be eliminated? Is that the big one? I just wonder what the misconceptions are that dealers have or the apprehensions are that dealers have. Well, I think that, I think it's, uh, I think back to 2012 when I was literally sitting at a dealership and I was literally gave this talk on stage at, at, uh, at in, in Vegas. And I literally stood up there and said, social media sells cars. And <laughs> Greg, if you, if you remember back to 2012, I mean, you know, no dealer was sold on social media selling cars. I mean, I was literally confronted with people like what you're saying right now is so ridiculous. Um, I can't believe you're actually, I can't believe you're what, who is this green pea on stage telling us that this social media and book face and Snapchat and all these things sell cars. And, and like, I literally got, I think I got hate mail, like in my email inbox and at the dealership, it was proven because I was using social media to really connect with our customers and sell cars. So I think about it, and back then the dealer apprehension was, listen, I don't want to waste money and resources on something that's not going to sell cars. We have 28 more selling days in this month. We need to go sell some cars. Let's go fire up those paper ads. <laughs> <laughs> then then let's, let's bump maybe up about five years into 2017 where no dealer was questioning whether social media sells cars. It was kind of like, okay, Ryan, how can we use social media to give the customer a better experience, but how can we also contain it for our staff? And I think now the biggest apprehension is, holy smokes, it, this social media and digital thing is a beast. And it's not going anywhere, as we know. And it's only getting bigger and bigger. How can we use this to, again, grow our business, sell more cars, better service our customers, but then are we literally feeling the same thing that's going to replace us? 
And I think the answer uh, to your question in short is they're riding the pine on this. They're, they're, they're kind of feeling it out and, and seeing like, you know, is this going to take us over or is this actually going to really better our business? And I think the good dealers are really embracing it and, and riding with it. So what should dealers be doing on those platforms such as Facebook and TikTok and Instagram? What is the playbook? What is the winning formula? What should they be doing to sell cars on social media? Uh, stop being transactional. Uh, this is the biggest thing, right? People, everybody's hopping on social media and they're still doing it. They're being transactional and Social media, like it's not meant to be transactional. Amazon well, so, is social is right in the in the name of it, right? It, it should be social, right? That that's correct. That's correct. You know, like the, the the biggest example I like to give is I'm like, listen, you want to be transactional? Go to Amazon. Go buy something. Don't talk to anybody. All good. Get options. If you if the product gets to your house, it's not good. Put it in the box. Send it back. Cool. That's a transaction. I know what I came for. But in the vehicle, in the in the auto business, in the vehicle business. You know, it's not transactional. Yes, we're selling something, but there's a lot of relationship element. I like to say to people, congratulations, you bought a car. But I also want to congratulate you because at least within a year, you're going to be making a beautiful appointment for your beautiful new car with one of our beautiful service advisors. Okay? Meaning <laughs> that vehicle that you just bought has, has to be taken in for service. So our relationship is not over. Now, stats show, hey, you come buy a vehicle you know, the trade in two to four years. So your, your, your potential for relationship with these people is amazing. So here's what I'd like to say. Don't just look at social media as a sales tool anymore. How can we use social media to A, or digital, A, keep in touch with our customers, customer touch programs, that's going to help our CSI scores. But how can we also use social media to make the process seamless? I want to give an example. So I come in, I, I buy a vehicle. I'm excited. Great. You know, delivery, perfect. Drive away. There's nothing like that, you know, new car smell. Um, but I'm excited. And so the first thing you say to me is, well, congratulations on your vehicle, Ryan. Please bring it in for service. And I'm like, no, don't do that. Why don't you send me a text message saying, hey, Greg, according to our records, you bought your vehicle one year ago. Attached to this text message is a, is a, is a, is a gift card to Starbucks. Coffee's on us today. These are things of using text programs, email programs, social media programs to not only make the selling and purchasing of the vehicle and servicing great, but also to make the whole experience great. Because I know this customer, if I treat them well, is going to be in my database and ecosystem for a very long time if I make them happy. So I think we have to start using social media as a tool to make the process better. And there's so many ways you can do that. Somebody in Toronto, they know Toronto, they know the community, but using social media to really make that lasting experience. And again, human connection is not scalable. So we can't just send out spam and say, our customer's happy. We have to have somebody at the helm that's using the social to really talk to our customers. That's why I tell dealers, listen, a part of your staff, you got a sales manager, you got a general sales manager, you got a general manager, service manager, you got all your fixed off. You need to have somebody there, I believe, in store to take care of digital on the ground because there's nothing like seeing your community and seeing the people that come in. Yes, dealers use vendors. I mean, I'm a vendor, but I still see the importance of having somebody that is on your team at the store level that's really using social media to weather what is happening in your local community. 
How common is a position like that at dealerships this day and age? A, a, a social media coordinator or a social social media manager? How common are those positions? Do you think in Canada at this moment? Well, I, you know, I, I think in, as of recently, you know, in the last let's say you know twenty four to thirty six months, I think very, I think I, I think extremely common. I think where the hurdle is is dealers back and you've heard this term internet manager where you know leads will come in online and the dealer says okay you're the internet manager basically they're they're in charge for you know setting appointments you know lead comes in i want to try to book ryan in for an appointment so that one of my salespeople can hey meet ryan at the the front door but that sounds transactional to me that 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 sounds like (laughs) it sounds like that that bad word we were talking about a few minutes ago exactly exactly so so every time you would talk to a dealer You'd say, listen, you need a social media or marketing internet director. They're like, right, I got one of those. We got our internet manager. I'm like, okay. And so the first thing I say is, okay, tell me what the internet manager does at your store. Well, they, we, we spend a lot of money on getting leads online on the website. But okay, cool. I'm not going to go further. Just give me the synopsis. No problem. Okay, cool. Got leads coming in. Okay, great. So what is this person now doing with the leads? Well, they're talking to them, emailing, texting, all this stuff. I'm like, okay, great. So what? So then, what happens now? Well, we're trying to book the appointment from the lead. Okay, great. That's transactional. Now, a social media or marketing person, they're not. They're not going to be just transactional. They're responsible for the experience on the process. Meaning, somebody comes to the website. Maybe they come in through a lead. You say, "Hi, Greg. Thanks so much. I see that you're interested in da 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 or stock number blah blah blah." Now that person has A, either created a system inside of the dealership to onboard that person, meaning greet them, or B, at the very least, maybe that person is responsible for really honing in that person and having those conversations. So dealers right now, they've went with a couple different models. One model is internet manager is in charge for kind of the online, get the appointment booked, then it gets handed into somebody else at the dealership that kind of, kind of, you know, kind of takes them on and and, and chats with them a little bit and builds relationship. That's one method. Then there's another method where they have one person at the dealership. And this is crazy, but this is, this is what I see. It's very common. They'll have their marketing person taking pictures of the vehicle, <laughs> yep. putting them on the website, yep. taking out Facebook ads, taking out Instagram ads, okay, responding to the direct messages, responding to queries coming into the website, I mean, they're putting so much work <laughs> onto one person that you're seeing a lot of the digital process inside the dealership, for lack of a better word, it's kind of being done, you know, subpar. You know, it's just not mm-hmm. to the level that it needs to be. And so, but I see with the conversation with the dealers, some of them, it's still this like apprehension. It's almost like they're like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to get this digital thing so damn good because what if this actually replaces me? And you can literally kind of see it. And then some of the dealers, again, they're like, no, I can't fight what's happening here. This is where the world is going. I'm going to have two or three different digital people inside the dealership. Uh, one's going to be an internet manager. One's going to be the social media create, uh, coordinator. And then one's going to be the marketing strategist. Ryan, a terrific conversation. Um, you're a great chat. I wish we had more time, um, but I'd love to have you back on. Can we make that happen? I would love that, man. You, you, you know where to find me. Six, six degrees of separation. <laughs> we reached Ryan at his home in British Columbia. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, have a suggestion, or simply want to comment, email me at glason at autonews.com. 
And remember, you can listen to all our previous podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play, or on our website. Just click the podcast tab at the top of the homepage. That does it for this episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. We hope you'll join us next time. So long, everybody.